and welcome to Wide World of Fanfiction, where fanfiction is treated as the high art form that it is, the purest form of literature. And since today is almost Valentine's Day, you, you know what time it is. It's, it's time for the erotic episode! <laughs> With the most epic Black History Month crossover, this week, our sexy, sexy subject is Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z. I looked up a lot of adult fanfiction, but I... This scared me the most, so I'm gonna read it. You're welcome. <laughs> Actually, I found two pieces. One is a poem. I will do a little warm-up before we get into the... Mr. Popo Pokemon crossover with themes, with themes of bondage. If you're a kid, turn this off right now. I don't know how much... <laughs> Who reads this? I do. I read it. <laughs> and the first one is called, it is my ace son. It is Mr. Popo is love. Mr. Popo is life. It is a one-shot funny parody of Shrek is love. Shrek is love. Lemon can't really describe it, so yeah, I was hooked right there. And it is comedic relief. And uh, it is humor slash poetry. I was only ten years old. I loved DBZ so much. My favorite character was Mr. Popo. I prayed to Mr. Popo every night, thanking him for the life I have been given. Mr. Popo is love, I said. Mr. Popo is life, I said. My dad heard me and called me a nerd. <laughs> He's just jealous of my devotion to Mr. Popo. I call him Yamcha so he keep blast my face. <laughs> I go to my room crying. My face hurts now. I lay down in my bed. I'm cold. I feel a breeze and I shiver. The breeze stops and I feel a sudden warmth. Something touches me. <laughs> It's Mr. Poo-Poo. I'm so happy. I love Mr. Popo. He leans in close and whispers in my ear. Becking order, he says. I can't use the voice like they do on YouTube. He then grabs me with this big black genie hands and puts me on my hands and knees. He spreads my mm, cheeks. He mm, my mm, with his staff. It hurts so much my eyes begin to water up. But I do it for Mr. Popo. I aim to please Mr. Popo. <laughs> Mr. Popo screams his neck. Popo! And he fills my mm, with his magic. My dad walks in the room and sees us. Mr. Popo looks in the eye. He says, and now you know the pecking order maggot. Mr. Popo then flies out of my window on his carpet. Mr. Popo is love. Mr. Popo is life. Ah, oh, gosh. That was the warm-up. 
that just the warm-up? Yes. The second one is I almost didn't do it because it was that bad. But I will. You don't come across stories like this very often. It is called A Tale of Forbidden Love, Romance, and Thongs, and Dud. And and thaw and thongs and clicks on the uh, screen. What was it? And thongs. Oh, three dots by the Black Dove. A short fic with the main character as Jessie from Pokemon about finding herself helpless to Mr. Popo's Dragon Ball's clutches, bondage, and such. <laughs> it was published in 2000. So we are going way. This might be the oldest one we've read. On it's the old timey erotic material. <laughs> if you're listening to this at work, stop. Listen to this at home. It's <laughs> you're going to get fired. <laughs> I mean, if you really hate your job, one of a good time, hell yeah. But <laughs> happy almost Valentine's Day. Here is a tale of forbidden love, romance, and thought. Dun, 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 dun. That was in the text. That wasn't me doing that. Jessie groaned loudly, opening one eye. The world pulsed around her. Painfully, she closed it again. Oh, where am I? Tight ropes stuck into her fair skin, holding her arms above her head, keeping her from standing. The moist rocky floor. <laughs> Ding! There... It Moist counter one. Rocky floor seemed to spin beneath her. Hold on. Okay. All right. So where are we on the moist counter one? Okay. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! A perky voice squealed from somewhere nearby. Startled, Jessie opened both her eyes and looked around her. She was in a dimly lit cave-type dungeon, the only lighting coming from an indirect source of light from around a corner of bedrock. Hello? She called desperate for answers. James? Meow? Where are those miserable bastards? Aye! A small furry rodent dropped from somewhere above onto her head. Get off, you vermin! Ah! Shut up, shut up! Damn, damn, damn! Squeak! The rodent climbed inside her shirt, infuriating Jessie. She began thrashing and yelling about, causing the other inmate to continue her torture frenzy of pleas for silence. Shut up, shut up, shut up! Give it a rest, you pathetic little girl! Where the hell am I? Can you say anything but shut up? Jessie had managed to get the vermin out of her shirt, and it began crawling down her legs. I'm... I'm Sailor Moon! <laughs> Oh, no, it's gotta be one of those. The tortured voice called, weak and pitifully. A battered, dirty girl dragged herself in front of Jessie, staring at her own dirty hands and broken nails. It was as though a great warrior once lived in what was now a tortured shell of a hag. Her hair had been torn out by its ponytails, her eyes stolen and blind from overexposure, her nose twisted and broken, and that wasn't all. Her clothes were long gone, replaced only by a thick layer of dirt, nasty-looking welts, tattoos, and skimpy underwear. Her unimaginably long legs were now bruised and hairy, too skinny to support her weight. Jessie couldn't help but gag. Yeesh! Where are you from? Shut up, shut up, shut up! Ah! Your voice makes me want to kill some. 
This is what happens when you just tell Sailor Ma when you don't listen to Sailor Mars and keep being annoying, kids. <laughs> Jilty maneuvered the animal, which she had identified as a hamster and was curiously sniffing her skirt, down to her feet and kicked it hard at the girl. The hamster squealed and ran away. Sorry, sometimes I just get like that. After all these days, I just can't stand it any longer. The batter girl spoke as if she was in a concentration camp, <laughs> her once admirable eyes looking up towards the dim light. The girl's belly was the only thing that seemed well-nourished, and that was because a parasitic unwanted... What? This is what I almost didn't do. <laughs> her ankles... Fetus were sided within it. Her ankles were swollen to the point that she couldn't walk. Everything about her smelled bad, even her personality. <laughs> Josie could tell this girl had never been well-educated. Barely living her life based on beauty, she almost felt sorry. Almost. Who did this to you? Josie asked, trying to keep her eyes off the freak. Is there anyone else? No one else. Not alive, anyway. Well, who did this? Jessie demanding, wishing she could snap the girl upside her head. The girl merely trembled. A door latch was snapped open, and a door screamed from the effort to move. Large, threatening footsteps were heard flopping against the cold floor. The girl, who called herself Sailor Moon, whimpered and scrambled away. Fearlessly, Jessie stared at the shadow of, of, the, uh, of the oncomer, ready for anything. A burly black man with baggy white pants rounded the corner. The <laughs> it's like black snake moan, but an anime. The first thing Jesse noticed about him was how his skin was jet black. His eyes tased, bloodshot, unblinking. His lips inflated and red. A shiver ran down her back, but her de determination did not falter. I hear you, damn sailor slut. <laughs> A voice cold as iron and black as night called from the fat silhouette. Sailor Moon began crying and shivering. The large black man waddled past Jessie to Sailor Moon and slapped her. You dirty... Please don't hurt me! Jessie tried to think. How could she get out of this? She was stripped of almost everything she owned, except her clothes. And her Pokeballs! She remembered how that she kept her Pokeballs attached to her belt, which was safely around her thin waist right now. Meanwhile, the large black beast had grabbed the rodent and held it gently in the palm of his hand. Pineapple! Ah! The creature moaned at the hamster as though its claws were plunging the man into ecstasy. Suddenly, he turned cold once again. Do what I say, you wretched... Or I'll stick this hamster where the sun don't shine. The man's voice was husky, yet calm and appealing with a deep tone. Somewhat like Barry White and Elton, Elton John mixed together in a disgusting fat balloon with red lips. The man picked the girl up by the arm, stifling her scream. In the dim light, Jesse couldn't tell what he was doing to her, but by the way, but by the way it sounded, she figured it couldn't be good. Finally, the man dragged the girl out of the dungeon. A few moments later, he returned with a flaming torch. Standing in front of Jesse, she noticed how appealing he was. <laughs> Yeah, I told you it was gonna be one of those. Now, you may be thinking, how the hell could you be reading? Well, have you just Googled Bowsette found fiction and read, and, sorry, not Bowsette, actually, that, that's also, have you Googled really rare Mario fan fiction and realized that doesn't exist and you realize it does, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, 
similar themes. <laughs> Curves flowing nicely into the pleasant round contours that made up his large mess. His unblinking eyes that had a softness to them. What the hell are you thinking, Jessie? Jessie thought to herself. Snap out of it. This this freak is a... Ah. The man took a step towards Jessie, temptingly and yet threateningly. Hello, young lady. My name is Mr. Popo. The man offered no reason why he had had brought her here, how she had how she had gotten here, where she was, what the secret of the hamster named Pineapple was, or who Sailor Moon was at that moment. Jessie didn't care. The man stooped down to untie her ropes gracefully. He did not seem sympathetic, almost as if he were merely doing his job. Jessie stood up, staring at the gentle man with wonder. He turned without looking at her face, but instead her chest, and walked away. She had no choice but to follow him. They walked down the luxurious halls with orange shag carpet, tall ceilings, and large portraits of a black-and-white hamster with an evil grin on his face. <laughs> Mr. Popo walked into a room, shrouded in the smoke of sweet-smelling incense and dangling with beaded curtains and frilly upholstery. The room was lit with candles and minimal but impressive furniture in, large, in a large canopy bed. In one corner, a small but colorful parrot perched on an immer impressive, immersive, impressive handcrafted perch. Now we will consummate, Mr. Popo said bluntly, but with enthusiasm. He began ad advancing towards Jessie and threw her out of her haze. Not so fast, you black balloon. Jessie ripped a pokeball out of her belt and threw it at Mr. Popo. The ball hit him in the face and then bounced off and open. A large purple snake emerged. Ekins, pop that fat... Uh. Actually, can I... Well, technically it was a term for an illegit... What words can you say and not say anymore? At least this isn't YouTube. I just... <laughs> There isn't a list either. That's why this episode is fun and not fun. Jessie cried, her voice wavering. The snake slithered around Mr. Popo, who sat calmly. He swiftly reached into his pants and pulled out a pokeball of the <laughs> of his own, tossing it gingerly over his shoulder. Jessie, Jessie watched as a bulking creature rose behind Mr. Popo. Seconds later, the large snake squealed and went limp. Mr. Popo stepped out of the dead tendrils. The beast behind him was amazing. A new kind of Pokemon. Jessie admired how much her boss would appreciate it if he ever had it. Its power radiated from it. Its strength had seemed incredible. Vegeta, give this girl a lesson, Mr. Popo said calmly, almost uncaring. He turned his back and began to water his plants. Worried, Jessie pulled up another Pokemon. Lick a tongue, go! The Pokeball hit the bedpost and snapped open, forcing a large pinkish blob to emerge. The Pokemon ignored Vegeta. It, what? Where's Vegeta? What? The, and waddled at Mr. Popo's side as if enjoying his company. What the hell? Jessie was getting ticked off. She reached for another Pokeball, but the Pokemon Vegeta, gra Vegeta grabbed her arm and pulled her to the floor. This Pokemon... This Pokemon, she noticed, resembled a man much more than a Pokemon. Oh, and a handsome one at that. Why, thank you, Vegeta said, calmly and with half a sneer. What? Jessie was confused, not only from hitting the floor so fast and from a 150-pound hot man straddling her, but because she hadn't said anything. I can read your thoughts, he said, voice seeming, his voice seeming to come from her head. I am no Pokemon. I am merely being confined by Mr. Popo. Luckily for me, he's not... <laughs> he's 
not gay. <laughs> oh gosh, that probably exists, and I, and I am not going to. No, I am not going to. I might look it up later. The man, the man smirked, sending Jesse into a wild hormonal frenzy. Oh, uh, yeah, she said, hoping that he wasn't paying attention to what she was thinking, because it certainly wasn't G-rated. <laughs> Jesse would have liked to stay like this for quite a while, but unfortunately the man rolled off her and helped her to her feet. She stood there at the foot of the bed while he went to a small cabinet and dug through some drawers. Mr. Popo and her Pokemon were happily watering some plants and eating small animals as though they were made for each other. Jesse wanted so bad to run away, far, far away from this place, but Vegeta had put her in a trance. Lay down on the bed, he said, walking towards the side of the bed. She did so, and before she knew it, her arms and legs were tied to the post of the bed. Vegeta leaned over and kissed her on the cheek, then whispered, She's all yours, boss, to Mr. Popo, and returned to his Pokeball. <laughs> Vegeta would fit in a Pokeball. He's he's a, he's a small man. She immediately snapped out of her trance, infuriated with herself. Get me out of here. Lick a tongue. Stop it. Jessie began yelling, hoping that it would help. Her Pokemon turned its head slightly at the sound of her voice, furry tail dangling from its mouth, but then went back to eating. Damn Pokemon, she mumbled. Jesse realized that Mr. Popo and Vegeta both had a sort of attractiveness to them, especially Vegeta. But she realized that this must be a spell. Why else would she love such an unattractive blob? <laughs> and maybe she wants a green card. I don't know. That's. Aha! Uh -huh. 90 Day Fiance joke. <laughs> Mr. Popo advanced towards her, shedding his baggy white pants and red vest. He stood there awkwardly, in heart-fronted boxers, as though expecting something. Suddenly, Jessie felt a tingling. Her overshirt was gone. A scream embedded itself somewhere deep within her throat, but wouldn't escape. What have I gotten myself into? Jessie woke up sweating, sneezing violently. She shook her bed and woke her pet bird, turning. She saw her true love, Mr. Popo, lying by her side. He was staring at her, his unblinking and colorless eyes looking down at her. Oh, she's thinking about how, how we met. It was so romantic, Jessie declared, wiping the tears from her eyes and pulling the blankets over her bare body. She hugged his bloated body with such emotion the world seemed to spin. Oh, Popo! I love you so much, give me a hug. And their bodies caressed each other in an eternal love. A short epilogue. Well, it turns out Mr. Popo wasn't a freak after all. He just liked torturing Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I might like her. Am I the only, I was the only, like, four, seven-year-old who thought, isn't Sailor Moon kind of annoying? No, you can't! She's a, <laughs> I wanted Sailor Mars to beat her. <laughs> Damn it! Why are you so, <laughs> let, let Amy Chan go study math and <laughs> stuff. Gosh, you're still, but she matured eventually, right? The, no, wait, you still had to use, like, a, what was, I, what's the word for that? She had to use an outline to do, con 
You know what? I don't think Sailor Moon was very feminist. And ironically, so did Jessie. Together, they tortured her using freak scientific experiments. Click here to see how she and her little boyfriend Darian turned out. And that was a segue. Anyways, Mr. Popo eventually found out that Sailor Moon was cheating on him with his man whore vagina. <laughs> Oh gosh, all the 90s animes are coming together. And he banished her to clean up his parrot's droppings. And so the story goes, no one ever noticed Jussie was missing. What's that? You want to know how Jussie got there in the first place? Why and what happened to her little band of friends back on Earth? Make it up yourself. <laughs> oh gosh. That was a tale of forbidden love, romance, and thongs. And that was the bond, the, the crossover, the Sailor Moon, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon bondage theme crossover. You never, you never want to do some Bowser Princess Peach fan fiction because I, I am really in the mood for someone to scientifically explain to me how. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm I'm kidding. I'm not. Although, although it was. Actually, I did. I read one weird one out of curiosity, and actually, it kind of did explain how you know they would with his. I watch a lot of nature documentaries. It didn't scare me. <laughs> I also read the. You know, sometimes I just read them for science to figure out, like, how would these people do it? Like, how would this happen? Seriously, you know, all the dirty, dirty curse words and porn aside, scientifically, <laughs> I am not the only one who does that. <laughs> A tale of forbidden love and romance and thongs. And actually, you know, the genie wouldn't be, it's probably not their weirdest one, because if you do read the... If you've ever read the Arabian Night or like Arabian Folk Tales, genies have gotten it on with people and made some made kids with them, and the kids didn't turn out. They looked kind of weird. I'll just call it that way. So yeah, you know what? Since the beginning of time, people have been freakily <laughs> putting people together and creatures. You know, once you're reading Greek mythology, nothing bothers you. Swan, eh, whatever. Let's get it on. No, <laughs> let's get it on, said Zeus. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was an I'm so smart tangent I just went on. So, yeah, nothing really scares me anymore, especially after the Disney section, which. Somehow did not have Princess and the Frog erotic, or Doctor Facilier, and you know, in getting it on with the new. Oh God, that Disney section ruined me. Seriously, if you if you if you have, if you're nostalgic but also horny, go to the Disney section. The Jasmine Jafar stuff. I am. That kind of scared me, but <laughs> no, just start writing stuff down. I'm going to start listing stuff off. You probably shouldn't read, but I read for you. You're welcome. 
Oh crap, we have to review this one, don't we? People used to trust me with their children. Anyway, and any this was honestly it was really grammatically sound and the spelling which does not uh, cover up the kind of disturbing themes, but just I can't knock it for the spelling or grammar. <laughs> it was like a, the story development actually like you is actually not too bad. Like the plot pacing isn't the worst. I've see you have to be. <laughs> Oh, God, if I went to church, I'd be going to hell. Anyway. Also, don't read the Bowser Peach fanfiction where... where well, she's pretending to get captured, but they're actually having an affair, which one you ask, excellent question. Oh, gosh, and she got pregnant with this turtle child. a podcast about fan fiction that that the turtle child that's what I am. and also torturing sailor moon i am pro torturing sailor moon actually yeah get all the sailor saturns and sailor mars and just amy trying can stay home and study math <laughs> Did this turn you on? It didn't turn me on. <laughs> Why'd I pick it? Because it stood out. <laughs> and that, Mac, uh, the themes are a bit kind of... Honestly, though, there could have been a lot more foul language and it could have, they could have pushed the envelope more with this. Honestly? But honestly, they didn't. So, actually, this is... Bad, but it could have been worse. Much, 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 much worse. And honestly, this is this is a kind of an ambitious cross. You know, you're lucky there's not a Dragon Ball Z bump because well. Well, I'm lucky, too, because there's a lot of specifically Vegeta adult fanfic. There's a lot of Dragon Ball Z adult fanfiction, too. I don't know the stats, but I know that I've looked it up before. Just, I am amazed at this, at the things that people think of me. I'm like, is she, is she is she doing a well-rounded critique of porn? Yes, yes, she is. <laughs> you know what? There are you do find some zingers in these sometimes that do kind of the, mm, that was a good one. So now what else? This is a salt. I this is like a three point. I'm not going to say four because it still is kind of disturbing, but it could have been worse, so we'll give it a 3.75 out of five. Because seriously, if you have looked up anything with fictional turtle, turtles and women, <laughs> oh God, the Ninja Turtles. 
People like turtles. <laughs> what else has the Black Dove written since 2000? <laughs> oh, they've written two stories for Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon and Malenko Strikes Back. And that was also in 2000. So, um, this person might be dead, but oh my gosh, they took out an NC-17 one. And they, so it, because it, but they took it down because it kind of disgusted why aren't they writing more? This <laughs> rant more stuff. I want spicy erotic episodes. The Vic was like one last goodbye, and that's all I'm going to tell you. Where is it now? Someone probably rep. Post and I. Shit, shit, well, honestly, dang. Well, if you like you, <laughs> if you like 90s anime and erotic and you only have time for two stories, I would say go look at The Black Dove and yeah, and if you really, really, really hate Sailor Moon, well, I, do, I don't hate Sailor Moon. I think she's kind of annoying and a little bit overrated, but Anyway, that was a tale of forbidden love, romance, and thongs and stuff you definitely shouldn't read that I read for you because I was, I couldn't go to, uh, uh, the website, we're gonna call it the website, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about, and, uh, and this was safer because I was just reading stories, yes, that was the, and then, <laughs> And then I grew up and <laughs> started writing my own stories. That's how inspiring. You know what? Fanfiction.net has inspired so many interesting words from people. <laughs> it's helped so many children find their true passion. <laughs> and adults and adults and oh crap. I mean, ooh. What's another one you probably shouldn't read but I read? No, that's really not. doesn't have to be. Oh, um, flipping the collar. Yeah, um, read, but don't read that one. Chapter nine is fun. <laughs> Did she just name a specific chapter? What kind of a pervert is she? Well-rounded. <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway, it's. I'm supposed to, you, how much longer, 30, oh, we already went, I ran out of time to recommend more fan fiction you shouldn't read, but I want you to read. Anyway, that was Wide World of Fan Fiction. Thank you for listening, and don't forget, you can submit your own smuttity smut smut, or anything, or anything else, really, as long as, I'm taking anything. I appreciate all reading levels of writing, and... <laughs> levels of writing. I went to college and really and also for March I'm still looking for stuff for that and also the Helen Keller <laughs> you know what if you just listen to that is the Helen Keller prompt problem is it seriously would you have <laughs> oh my gosh this is so problematic you're welcome I'm educating you <laughs> that was 
for listening. Have a wonderful day. Oh, there's a Facebook page and stuff. And I am going to go put my pajamas on because I just got out of the shower. And, oh, happy almost Valentine's Day.